Break It Down with Rick and Tim is also available to watch on YouTube. Oh, that was very bright and exciting and wonderful. It'll go great in there. I like it. And don't forget to check out our website. That's right. www.breakitdownwithrickandtim.com Hey, Tim. Hey, Rick. You know, recently there was that terrible tragedy in the Atlantic with the submersible... The Titan submersible that went yeah. down to check out the Titanic wreckage. Uh-huh. Do you know what was the last transmission they sent to the boat on top? No. Gurgle, gurgle. Really? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Rick. Hi, my name is Rick. Oh my God, my name is Tim. And this is... Break it down. With... Rick and Tim. Woo! What the hell's going on? It's a good question. I'm glad I'm Italian. I'm not white. You kind of are. <laughs> Why does it have to be the big chicken? <laughs> Why does it have to be the big chicken? Why do you have to say it like that? <laughs> I was right, and yes. you were racist. It's Britney, bitch. <laughs> I still have a belief that Sasquatch is out there, but that doesn't make me crazy. And you give me that face, and this is my issue with you. Mm. This is a podcast where Rick, a Generation Xer, and Tim, a Millennial, come together and try to find answers to our changing world. Break it down with Rick and Tim. All right. Mm. Hey, Tim. Hey, Rick. This was supposed to be our last episode. It was supposed to be our last episode. And then what happened? The SCOTUS happened. It's like a bad infection. A year ago, they did the whole Roe versus Wade thing, and now right. we have three cases to talk about. Somebody at some point in history said that history moves like slowly in years, but it, 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 I don't know what the quote is. Let's start that over. Roe versus Wade was okay. the first domino to fall. And now look at it. It's going on. Tick, tick, tick. And it's going to be a cascading. It really was because that was the one where everybody was like, this is what we fear. This is what we fear. If we let you onto the court, are you going to make our worst nightmares come true? And they said, no. I'm, no, they didn't say no. They Ro, didn't say no. Rick, they, no, 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 no. They said, law. that's what they said. They said it was established law. But they never gave oh, an opinion but they, on it. But they never once said, no, I'm not going to, you know, do everything that you guys don't want me to do. And here we are. And it's only going to get worse. You're right. I mean, it was, it was, it was the, 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 the first of many. And, uh, that's really the consequence of what Donald Trump has done to this country is he packed the court. Yes, and he's <laughs> back a hundred years. Right. So and it's like it's like his ripple is in the legislative branch of the government. It's just everywhere. And in case you're watching or listening to us for the first time, we are a very highly hot topic, controversial, political podcast. That. But are we woke? Are we liberal? Are we centric? Are we libertarian? Probably all of those things. What are we? Hmm. Depends on your perspective. We are a bit late on this episode, uh, mainly because we went through kind of a lull in the news cycle, and we were just like, we don't have anything to talk about. And then all of a sudden, everything just exploded. Or so, did it implode? I don't, even, I don't even know. Or did it? Oh, too soon? No. Not, with the Not according girl. to Virgin Galactic. They're already selling seats. Oh. Anyway. Would you go down to the bottom of the ocean in a submersible? Mm. So, no. And let me tell you why. Because I have children. And uh, I guess back in the day when I didn't have children, maybe sure. If it was like, you know, the James Cameron sub where like, it was like rated and everything... So on and so forth. Do you think I would like to go down there? Would you like to go down there, Rick? Asking you. Uh, I think you probably would not. Correct. Space, yes. Okay. Absolutely. Sure. Why go down when you can go up? That's true. That is also true. But space isn't as that safe either. There have been a lot of accidents and disasters. Well, okay, I'm not going to say accidents. We're going to call them uh, 
unfortunate foreseeable outcomes. Oh, Challenger, Columbia, sure. and they've learned from those accidents. That Russian cosmonaut that turned into charcoal. <laughs> Jeez. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. The initial arms race, space oh, yeah. race. Well, that's what it was all about. It was competing to get up there. I just recently watched The Iron Giant. It was fantastic. It was all about that. And that movie is pure propaganda. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. So I'm all graduated. Yes, you are. Congratulations. I have an education. That's right. I'm smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ripe old age of 35. 51. There you go. My institutional GPA was 3.73. Ew. Yeah. I Good job. All A's and three B's. Nice. You're a loser. Yeah, those B's are hard. Mm. Victor John Riolo. <laughs> I skirted by... I'm not going to tell you about GPA. Oh, so I did better than you? Oh, of course you did. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, college was an interesting experience for me. And I recently had a conversation with somebody about, you know, my college experience and specifically specifically paying back uh, my college experience expenses and what this uh, new ruling that uh, SCOTUS has made in terms of politics, and I can see on your face that you're just so happy we're falling into that conversation already. I paid out of pocket for my education. Right, you did. And I think this is, again, by the way, a good segue. But I think, what, what, what do you think about this ruling? These six people, whose names you probably don't know and who you'll probably never meet, just made life difficult for a heck of a lot of Americans, especially if those Americans are black, LGBTQ+, or impoverished due to student loan debt. There are nine Supreme Court justices, but right now there's a 6-3 conservative majority. And when I say conservative, what I actually mean is anti-black, racist, homophobic, transphobic, and anti-bodily autonomy. The Supreme Court blocked President Joe Biden's loan forgiveness program for student debt. Black women have 43% more undergraduate student loans and 99 percent more graduate loans, that means that student loan forgiveness would directly benefit black women like myself. And we can't have that as a country. So we're going to talk about the one in which uh, Joe Biden's repayment plan is unconstitutional or whatever. I can form an opinion on this because I've done enough research and knowing that all these rich billion millionaires have had their PPP loans washed away and those supreme court justices had their loans washed away oh yeah yeah yeah. and now people like me and you have the opportunity to get 10 or twenty thousand dollars washed away no absolutely not (sighs) right and that's the frustrating thing about it because and and i want i want to know what what is the amount of student loan debt that that we hold Oh, it's, I'm sure it's in the billions. Well, that's not what it is. Because I, you say the billions. I, I might even say, well, how big is a billion? Just big. Right? See, and that's the thing. How do you define a number? Okay, so there's a, if we, let's start off with the population of the United States, 330 million. That is a lot of people. Now let's figure out how much we owe in terms of uh, our, our, our student loan debt. You say we're in the billions, right? That's my guess. Right? And so we're taking a small chunk of that 330 million in, and we're dividing billions of dollars up amongst them, right? And so that sounds like, uh, you know, Millions to billions, right? So one billion is a thousand million. That's a lot. So now I think we're even further than that. I think our student loan debt is in the trillions. Well, let's take a look. Let's take a look. And a trillion is a thousand billion dollars. That's a lot of, that's a lot of, that's a lot of, that's a tall stack, Rick. Okay. $1.78 Oh, wow. I totally underestimated it. $1.78 trillion. Good God. Shot past that. $1.78 trillion. So that's a thousand billion, a thousand billion, 700 billion, 800 something. And that's insane. I also think it would have been nice if they allowed something in return for your debt to be washed away. Sure. Community service. You do a certain amount of hours a month 
each year to have that debt reduced. So let's talk about what they did, though, first, because they did that. So they allowed a program where you could get your debt forgiven. So first of all, they said you pay 10% of what your salary is, whatever that is. Now, a lot of people said, okay, I can afford that now because I'm paying back an insane amount of money. My student loans, when I got out of college, were 870-some bucks. It was nuts. It was a lot of money per month. Um, And it's like... How can you afford that on a crap teacher salary? Are you still so paying I, it? Uh, no, I paid it off. Um, and so, so let's go back though to 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 how we got here, right? So I took out these student loans, and it was a lot, um, and I I paid them off, but it was really hard because I couldn't really afford to on a teacher's salary. I mean, I could, but I had to really pinch my pennies. Um, and I was starting out making like 35, 30, 30, 30. I think I was, I was lower. No, I was making like 30. And then like, I remember it was, my, my loans were like my focus. That was my biggest expense. And then when I went out and I was living on my own, then it was like, oh, I had to pay rent and pay my loans. It was crazy. Like I had two separate massive payments that I had to make each month. And I was like, I can barely afford this. And so I can understand where people are like, that's a really good idea. But uh, the amount of loans I had made it so that if I paid 10%, that was less than the accrued interest. And so now I'm compounding my interest and I'm stuck. But the, the, the trick was, is that if you make good on your loans for 10 years, don't miss a payment at all for whatever reason. Uh, then you will be forgiven for the rest of your loans. And that seemed like a good idea. But like, I think maybe 10%, less than 10% or something around that number of students were able to make that uh, commitment, like to fulfill it. And by the time that came out, I had already changed my loan to a private company because here's the other part. My government loans that I got were at like 8%, above 8%. It was insane. It was so high. And so the government itself was like charging me an insane amount of interest. And so when I refinanced, I was then getting like a two something percent. It was crazy. It was, it was nuts. And so, and, and, and then I was able to pay that off within like five years, which was great. And, and I'm debt free. That's what it felt like. So the president's now saying that there's things that they can do and there's different. Sure. There's different uh, avenues, but it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a fight. First, I'm announcing today a new path consistent with today's ruling to provide student debt relief to as many borrowers as possible, as quickly as possible. We will ground this new approach in a different law than my original plan, the so-called Higher Education Act. This new path is legally sound. Second, we know what many borrowers will need to make their hard choices when they start to repay their monthly loan payments this fall. We know that figuring out how to pay these added expenses can take time for borrowers, and they might miss payments at the front end as they get back into repayment. That's why we're creating a temporary 12-month, what we're calling on-ramp repayment program. Hey, what'd it do? Come outside, I'm outside. Is this about the student loans? Yes. Oh, see what it happened? No, that is exactly what the it's Supreme about. The Supreme Court ain't got nothing to do with it. You me. were supposed to fix this, Joseph. I can put something on it. No, the 10000 or 20000 was putting something on it, and that wasn't even enough. Look, you got to make it enough. I said I'm trying. Sorry. Uh-uh. See, You're I, breaking up. I, this mother And it's frustrating because the the amount is big and it's not like it would be paying them all off because there are plenty of loans out there. Uh, but uh, the frustrating part is, is, is that uh, we could pay that off. Our gross domestic product in the United States is about $22 trillion. Right? So we can, it would be like a little bit difficult, but to allow that to not exist for people that huge payment like I had and then then I can replace it with like a car car payment or something like that or you know utilities or things that I need uh depending on how much I'm making because again um salaries aren't going up as fast as inflation so 
I think things need to happen to help people. And this would be a great way to help the middle class. I paid off all my loans and I have no problem with the government coming in and saying, hey, we're going to help those who are struggling to pay off their loans. Or who've gotten caught in this trap where they're getting compounded interest. And by the time they're, they're my age, they, they still owe the full amount plus on their loans because well, of interest. If people aren't buying homes, then they'll do it. Yeah, maybe. Because if you wash away these college loans, then people can buy homes and buy cars and, you know. Yeah, like I said, they get can replace the payment with things. things. Yeah, yeah exactly. it'd be good for the economy. Right. All right, well. But you have to buy into the, you know, middle class. And the sad part is, is that it's the investors that are really making the money off of this. So you have to step through the rich person's gate just to be yeah. in the middle class. And I have to do that as a teacher. I did that as a teacher. And the recent ruling regarding affirmative action, the one thing that really bothers me about it is you have a Supreme Court justice that benefited from the affirmative action. Sure. Clarence Thomas, mm -hmm. black man, went to Yale and ruled against the very thing that helped get him on that bench. Yeah. And then, of course, they killed affirmative action. If there's one thing I want you to know about that decision, it's that it being repealed or overturned doesn't mean that colleges can no longer consider race in college admissions. What it means is that now they can be openly racist and not have to account for historical white supremacy. What white women like Amy Coney Barrett don't understand is that they are the number one beneficiaries of affirmative action. So you just played yourself. You might think it's dramatic, but the proof is in the headlines. The Supreme Court is waging an all-out assault on basic civil rights. You might be stressed out, anxious, or even scared, and I'm right there with you. But I also remember that we have the agency to be in charge of our own political education. I think there's this idea of federalism. You know what I mean? So for those who don't know what federalism is, um, or just want to, to clarify, it's basically the separation of the federal government and the state government. And so in a state that wants to decide a controversial subject, they want to be able to say, look, we can decide these basic human rights and the federal government can't come in and trump our right to restrict people's rights. Even though the federal government has, was kind of put there to be that authority so that make sure that nobody gets taken advantage of. It's just degrading our federal government is what it's trying to do. Slowly, the legislative branch, sorry, the judicial branch is eroding our democracy. It sucks. The federal government is what they're eroding. Because I'm of ranting. the amount of racism in our country, do you think we should still have affirmative action? Yes. But, I mean, I think we can – here's the thing. It, I think, one, we need to educate ourselves on what it is, and we have to accept that it's not perfect. And we have to accept that we need or that maybe it needs some adjustments and changes because, I mean, what's the what's the the main issue that we're looking at here uh, with it in terms of, of how it works? What are people saying about it? Like, it's not giving people a fair chance, but you have to consider still like I worked in some of the most underserved schools in the state, the quality of education at that school compared to the quality of education at other schools around this, that area, it's black and white. I mean, it's that different. Great use of words. I, well, I mean, it's not, I'm not meant to. Right. But it was just a good pun. It is. It's, it's true. It's, it's 100% true. It's awful. Right. And that doesn't see, mean that there aren't great teachers there. It just means that the amount of support is not there that people, they need. People, the the lower intelligence crowd mega assume that affirmative action means that a black person is taking the spot of a white person uh who is uh less qualified than the white person and that's not true no joy reed from msnbc mm, rick's favorite place talked about her education and how she had excellent grades and studied for the SAT mm -hmm. and uh, her college. I, I'm not sure if it was Harvard or not. Went to her little town in Colorado. 
and said, hey, come to, come to our college. And she did, and it blew her mind how people were treating her in her freshman year because of affirmative action. The first like week or two that I was in class, my presence was questioned by white people. I was in this big conference class hmm. where some white students st stood up and said, those students, the black students, they're only here because of affirmative action. It became a huge argument that we all ended up having. This was freshman year. I had never had my academic credentials questioned. I had never had anyone question whether I was intelligent until I got to Harvard. And it was a defining uh, point of my experience there. It's why I really was mis one of the many reasons I was miserable there my freshman year. Yeah. You felt completely out of place and people keep telling you you shouldn't be here and yet some of the people i went to school with were far less smart than me or the other right. black folk there right. they got in because their daddy and their granddaddy i right. went to school with somebody whose name was on one of the buildings <laughs> you're going to school with people whose names are on the buildings who are third and fourth generation legacies whose parents pumped money into harvard to get them right. in but that affirmative action is okay with this majority. They said that the people who benefited from slavery, their descendants, who are so far ahead of black folk in terms of opportunity, that we'll never catch up to them. I don't care how many Oprahs we get. Because of the white crowd at Harvard judging her and thinking that she was lesser than them. Oh, of course. It's I when mean, in fact she had her work cut out for her and she did it. Well, and here's the thing. Let's look at, if we're going to look assume. at affirmative action, then we have to look at like legacy admissions too, because that's, I mean, look at what, look at what Harvard is. You donate, you know, whatever money you want to build a new place and then your kid gets in kind of thing. Oh yeah. The recent celebrities are sure. in trouble for bribing. Sure. And then, I mean, you could, uh, the, yeah. Legacies. Mm. Got to look at that because I'm sure that's considered on college applications. All right, I'm just getting caught up here. Okay, so yesterday the Supreme Court struck down affirmative action saying that we shouldn't be allowed to take someone's intrinsic identity into account at the college admissions level because doing so is discrimination. The only thing that we want to be able to do is say, do you have the money to get in or could you get the money to get in? And do you have the academic chops to get in here? Now, uh, setting aside the fact that this decision has implications for HR, hiring practices, and for admission into all sorts of different kinds of organizations and goes beyond the bounds of race and will impact white women more than just about anybody, um, they, they, they decided today that actually conservatives do want to be able to take somebody's intrinsic identity into account so that businesses can discriminate against you based on race or sexual orientation or disability or anything that they feel violates their speech and religious freedoms, which could include something like, oh, you've had a divorce and that goes against my religious beliefs, so you're not allowed to shop here. I just... So that's the, that's, that's the rule book. We, we, don't, we don't want to take somebody's intrinsic identity into account when we believe it will benefit cisgender heterosexual white kids. Right? Because they, they've made up this thing where they think that uh, all, all of their white kids aren't getting into the colleges that they want because they're just not brown enough or something. But today they're like, no, no, no. But we do love discrimination when it's banning people from our stores. So. Thoughts on that? Well, I mean, it's the last day of Pride Month. Um, it, it is. is it right? was. It's a valid point. It was. Okay. But he's right, right? I mean, well, yeah, and then I have what I'm going to talk about in here, too. So let's, you want to get to that? Okay, and there's more here. There's that. Okay. And this guy. What we saw today we have never seen before in the Supreme Court, which is the court who took hypothetical plaintiffs yeah. in hypothetical complaints and ruled in favor of those complaints when there was no one actually harmed. It was because she was worried. Mm -hmm. While Mrs. Smith had laid the groundwork That's for her scary. new venture, she... So we'll talk about that and what that means for the future of dismantling democracy. Is there one more? There's one more here. The pharmacy refusing to give a trans person their medicine. Their hormone yeah. stuff? Yeah, sure. Yeah. The staffer allegedly said that it's against his religious beliefs, asking the customer to come back in a few hours when his shift is over. Lori Smith. Lori Smith. Okay, so this 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 is where we're going to talk about 
and this is this is kind of this worries me a little bit because I have to teach uh, like civics and such to my students. And how do I address this? Because it feels like I'm going to be teaching them how the judicial branch is dismantling democracy. And this is how, uh, because Lori Smith, when she brought this case, so basically what this, what the, what it says is, cause I read the, the, I skimmed it because it's 70. Tell the audience what we're talking about first. Okay, so what we're talking about is, um, the Supreme Court ruling that uh, a web designer does not have to make a website where they can refuse service to a a, a uh, gay couple uh, who wants a wedding website because her free speech rights under the First Amendment would be violated because it's her it's her her freedom of expression and if she you know uh, accommodates them and writes both their names on there and takes part in a gay wedding her expression therefore is gay according to her on the very last day of Pride, they announced that it's okay for businesses to discriminate against LGBTQ plus couples because, of course, it's free speech. Just because they say that's legal doesn't mean that it's right. And she can't have that because that's against her religion. And it's a public business. It's a public, it's a public facing business, which is a thing that, that if you look in the law, it's a public business. It serves the public, so it has to follow the public standards, right? But because she's expressing herself with her craft, she can say that my craft is speech and therefore it has the same protections as anybody else and you need to protect my right to say no to somebody and that's my right. And so basically what they're saying is, is look, because I don't want to take part in this gay wedding and if I were to make a website, I would be taking part in this gay wedding. My rights are being violated. And then her religious beliefs. And my yeah, my religious beliefs, religious rights are being violated. All based on a hypothetical. And, and that's what the thing. If- so that's the thing. In the, in the case, she's saying, I want to expand my business. I want to do this business. She doesn't have this business yet. <laughs> so right off the bat, we're playing a game. We're making things up. We're making things up. Yeah, I have the intent to start a business, but we're going to make it up first. And what if I do this? And what if I don't want to serve a gay couple? So I'm going to pretend to have a problem, and then I'm going to take it all the way into the court system, and that's going to make its way all the way to the highest court in the United States of America. Somebody's role-play game. I knew they were hot. Sorry, I swore. I knew they were hot. I knew role play games are hot. I do it with my students. It's a fantastic tool, but I didn't think that our Supreme Court of the United States would fall for such bull. Sorry, Rick. It's just it just it baffles me. It baffles me that this has happened because again, it's 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 she's playing a game. Well, because it's all based on a hypothetical, and she lied. What did she lie about? The person's name. Uh, supposedly this guy named something Stewart wanted a gay website. And the real guy is a heterosexual male. And he's like, I never wanted a gay website. Do we have that proof? He requested graphic designs for invitations and other materials for a same sex wedding with his fiance, Mike CNN contacted Stewart through information and court filings. He asked for his last name, which is not to be in the filing, not to be used. In an interview with CNN Friday, Stewart said that he did not submit a request to the company, Lori's 303 Creative, and is a happily married man to a woman of 15 years. Interesting. I don't know, Mike, said Stewart. I've never asked anybody to design a website for me, so it's all very strange. I certainly didn't contact her, and whatever the information in that request is, is fake. So again, we are dealing with a devious plot here. And, it, and the sad part is, is that our system is that vulnerable. It's that vulnerable, right? You can walk your role play game, and I keep using that because that's what it is, your hypothetical situation that you're worried about, uh, and you can walk it right up to the Supreme Court with the right amount of money and backing, I'm sure that this is some, like, Stephen Miller craziness, right? And it opens to the door for future 
court cases to be brought before yeah, this exactly. Court. It sets a precedent. But what's not unrealistic is saying uh, we want to have a certain clause in our, you know, like community in our HOA or some something like that that says uh, we can restrict who buys a, a house based on certain credit scores and certain things that are discriminatory. They can basically uh, redline people again. Mm. Is what I uh, imagine is going to happen. Something along those lines. And for those of you who don't know what redlining is, it's basically just telling black people they can't buy houses in certain neighborhoods. I think that is something that would come back. I fear that. Because let's go back to how do we get our wealth in this country through property ownership. And if we restrict property ownership to our poorest people, our most impoverished, then we keep our poor class poor. And we keep our middle class still with the buy-in. Thank you for college loans. Uh, but we keep everybody kind of separate and we keep everybody in their classes. It's very much a step backwards. I think you triggered yourself. <laughs> I'm just worried about walking into a business out here and saying a sign on those verses. We don't serve gay people. I can see it. So here is where that line is. And I want to be very, very clear here because this needs to be a distinction that is made. Uh, the case ruling is saying that because you are taking part in a gay wedding, that's your expression. The diff it still states in there that they're not discriminating against sexual orientation in the law because they can't discriminate you against your sexual orientation. So they're not saying I'm discriminating against you because you're gay. They're saying I'm discriminating against you because you're making me do your gay wedding. Now, what is it that they're going to say they're making you do that's gay? Because to them, they're like, the wedding's gay. I don't have to take part in it. So what is it that you're that they're, when you walk into that store, what are they going to say to you that you're going to make them do that is gay? Because I think that's what the bread and butter of this whole thing is. But, that's the hypothetical here. But with the MAGA crowd, okay. that lower intelligence IQ, yes. they're going to think... This is a great way to kick the gays out of their restaurants right. and bars. And, and so that's what I'm saying. And they, they're they going to need... But they're going to they're gonna do it. They're going to put the signs up. We just saw... It with, um, <laughs> you think they're just going to put it up without any actual laws that are going to allow them to? Because they do... Yes. So, but, but if they do that, <laughs> that, again, they're going to have to have something to... Uh, do. Now, here's, here's, here's another uh, way that they could sneak it in. He, this one's going to be right. And I think this has uh, already snuck its way in to uh, uh, Florida is they could, they could say, Hey, look, if I have a business, I don't have to let a trans person, you know, use a, a bathroom because I don't want to take part in that. That's against my freedom of expression because I believe that it's just a man and a woman. So you can't just throw it up there, Rick. Although there might be some people who try and it, but, but here's the thing, they would get prosecuted because they have to be very careful. They have to follow the law and the law is very explicit. And that's the important thing here. They are breaking the law very slowly and they're seeping their BS into it, Rick. Timothy chapter two, verse 12. I have proof. Here is a quick little video from a trans person trying to get the medication from a Walgreens. Okay, here's the video. Yes. So right now you're telling me you're going to deny me my medication because of your personal religion. You're not my doctor. The customer, Roscoe Reich, is now filing a formal complaint with the Walgreens corporate office saying that the encounter caused him severe emotional pain. It's always the religious people that have the most hate in their hearts. You're disgusting. There we go. That's just the beginning. Right. Okay. So again, let's go to what that is. Cause that, again, we've drawn the line, right? Rick, here's the line. The line is you can still come in and you can shop and you can buy Tylenol and you can buy all the other things you want. I will allow that. But the one thing you cannot buy is hormone blockers because you're making me take part in the process. And that's where the line is. If you make me take part in the process, that's against my right. I should be able to say no. We are going to be seeing signs that says no gays or trannies allowed. I think that is extreme. I don't think we'll get there. But I think we will see what I'm talking about is these 
well, what you just showed on the video is exactly that. I don't want to take part in this process. So I can say no to your hormone blockers, but they cannot say no to buying a Snickers bar. You don't think they're going to see two men walking in, one guy wearing a Star Wars t-shirt, the other guy wearing a floral pattern. Not yet. That's because it's in the law. If you read the law, it says in there explicitly that they are not discriminated against sexual orientation. But then you're going to have some Federalist person, the guy that helped fund Mm -hmm. Laurie Smith, take it up to the Supreme Court. Sure. But right now in this form, in what has happened... What I'm saying is, I understand. that's not going to happen until oh, they bring a. No- and, well, okay, gonna, wait, wait, wait. It's going to open the doors for it. Well, okay, yes, it's going to open the doors, but until they are able to get legislation through that says that they can discriminate best based on sexual orientation, because in in the ruling in the Supreme Court ruling, it explicitly says that they cannot discriminate based on sexual orientation. But what they can do is say they don't want to participate with their expression in the process of the wedding. And that's where they were able to get across the line. And then that's where the pharmacist was able to get across the line too, saying, look, they can come in, they can buy whatever they want, except for I'm not going to sell them the hormone blockers because I don't want to take part. I don't want to acquiesce to that process. It's against my belief. And this is also going to affect Muslims. It's going to affect a lot of people that Christians... You would have... Okay, and it goes back to whenever you do this, there has to be something to stand on that says they are making you take part in a process you don't believe in. You can't just say, I'm going to refuse them a Snickers bar. You can't. Because of this ruling... Someone like Kim Davis... Someone like Kim Davis... Could do exactly that. I will not give this marriage, this 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 gay couple, a marriage license to fill out, and then I'll go up to the Supreme Court. Yes, and there goes that, our rights. Okay, well, and so and so again, let's look at how that would work with this ruling. Yes, although I'm not sure, I would have to look in here and see if it applies to state offices because that's the next step to say we can apply the same ruling here to the state office so a person like what's her face Kim Davis Kim Davis can do exactly that they can say look I don't want to take part in the process of a gay marriage so I'm going to sit this one out and I'm not going to let them have what they want What is wrong or what they are too What is wrong with these two ugly women to have such hate in their hearts I don't get it Remember what Kim looks like? I am going to say that she is... I'm not, I'm not going to say she's... What do you mean ugly? Remember, like do you physically remember, ugly? Do you rem- inside and out. Remember what she looked I'm like? I'm going to say inside ugly. I, just based on what she's... But I'm not going to attack her physical appearance. So what? She looks like a person. That's not a person. Dude, <laughs> look at that forehead. My, my <laughs> I mean, sister has a huge <laughs> forehead, but I think when I'm okay, so 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 Rick, you like making fun of the way people look, but they're bad. I've always said that on this I podcast, know. and so we, we sink that. down to the look level of that. trolls. My God, oh. Rick, you're a terrible person. Rick has the right to express himself as he sees fit when it comes to evangelicals who want to take his rights away. If Rick makes fun of cruel homophobes, that makes him a terrible person. Go hug a tree, Tim. Oh, but here she's she's so happy because she like punished the gays, right? Oh God, likes to make fun of people's appearance. Cry me a river. You've got me way off track looking at people's physical appearance and trying to teach you to be better. Bless his heart. No, (laughs) I know. (laughs) It's just never gonna happen. So. This ruling is really it's it's scary because what it's do, what it's done is it's taken an idea a, a a fake situation a hypothetical a role play. Well, because she lied, shouldn't it be thrown out? It, that's not the point. It's past. It's done. They've decided. They it's already done, Rick. Because it doesn't. What we learned is because it's a hypothetical, it doesn't matter. It's just the idea of it, right? It's this idea that she wants to expand her business, and what if? Hello, I'm Lori Smith, owner of 303 Creative, and this morning we received incredible news 
the United States Supreme Court ruled in favor of free speech. There is no website development happening. There is no business operating. This was a made-up case without the benefit of any real facts or customers. The Supreme Court, in our view, should never have decided this case or addressed the merits without any basis in reality. This has been a really challenging seven-year journey, and I'm so grateful for everyone's prayers, encouragement, um, and support along the way. Unlike cases where you actually have facts that involve real customers and real decisions, in this case, there were no customers. There were no websites made. There was no business. Unfortunately, when you have hypothesized facts, you don't tend to get the same quality decisions. Should we read the actual words? I don't want to. It's depressing. Can I just read the, 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 the top part, the, the, the intro? Lori Smith wants to expand her graphic. De- okay, I got to do a different voice. Just do a normal voice. Please. Lori Smith. Lori Smith wants to expand her graphic design business at 303 Creative LLC to include services for couples seeking wedding websites. But Mrs. Smith worries that Colorado will use the Colorado Anti-Discrimination Act to compel her, in violation of First Amendment, to create a website celebrating marriages she does not endorse. To clarify her rights, Ms. Smith filed a lawsuit seeking an injunction to prevent the state from forcing her to create websites celebrating marriages that defy her belief that marriages should be reserved to unions between one man and one woman. This is also going to apply itself to wedding cakes being made. Right, exactly. It will be, because again, you're taking part in the gay wedding. I don't want to take part in it. If I give my creative expression in my cake that they're going to cut in the wedding, then I'm taking part in the gay wedding. I'm gay. That's what they're worried about. C-A-D-A, just just let me do, and this is the important part, prohibits all public accommodations from denying the full and equal employment or sorry, enjoyment, full and equal enjoyment of goods and services to any customer based on his race, creed, disability, sexual orientation, or other statutory enumerated trait. Colorado Reserve State, blah, 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 blah. The law defines public... And this is, a, this is the, the definition part that I love and that is so boring. I love it. My students hate it. Public accommodation, this is the, the, the definition. They define the public accommodation broadly to include almost every public-facing business in the state. Either state officials or private citizens may bring actions to enforce the law. And a variety of penalties can follow any violation, right? So before the district court, this is the district court. This is down at the bottom. Mrs. Smith and the state stipulated to a number of facts Mrs. Smith is willing to work with all peoples regarding, uh, regardless of classifications such as race, creed, sexual orientation, and gender, and will gladly create custom graphics and websites for clients uh, of any sexual orientation. She will not produce content that con- contradicts biblical truth regardless of who orders it. Right, Mrs. Smith's beliefs that marriage is a union between one man and one woman is strictly is a strictly held conviction. Mrs. Smith provides design services that are expressive, and her original customized creations contribute to the overall message her business conveys. Though, and you can just like speed me up to this, but basically, what it's saying is uh, she can create things for them as long as it's not making her take part in a process that she doesn't believe. So if they want to make like a, I don't know, like a a baby website, although I don't know how that would work. (laughs) Bad example. If they wanted to make, I don't know, a website for a uh, Tupperware business for a gay couple, as long as they're not doing like gay Tupperware, then yeah. Yeah. I would gladly make their website, says Miss Smith. Does that make sense? She could probably change her mind. Maybe. Well, no, but that's what. The, but 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 she wouldn't be able to under the law because she would then be discriminating against their sexual orientation. She couldn't say, "I'm not going to make a website for your Tupperware business because you two are gay." That's not fair. That's discrimination. 
Now, if they said, we want you to make the website and then join us for a big gay tumble, then yeah, she could refuse. She will take it up in case that were to happen because she'll say, you being gay, it goes against my religious beliefs. And I cannot, in good conscience, make a website for you when it infringes upon my belief and my faith. And then that Federalist <laughs> take it all the way up to the right, Supreme and it Court. Right, and it should, it should fail. Not it's, with this But I want to draw a differentiation. I want to draw a differentiation. I, they are not – walking into a store as a gay person does not force the other person serving you to take part in a gay activity. Do you understand? And I feel like you're dr- trying to blur that line a lot with what's because going I on here. I know they're going to blur that. Well, they're going to blur it. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, we have to stay strong on this one and make sure we don't blur it here. Because if we blur it, we're just as bad as the people who are blurring it. So I want to, every time you mention that this is going to happen, I want to draw a distinction in the law that says that it can't. Not yet. Not yet. But it will. It's Oh, sure. It will. Maybe. Democracy is not guaranteed. It's a fragile thing, and it's very easily broken. About as easy as Wagner was able to go through Russia. Because that's about how this bill went up through the Supreme Court. And now it's time to... Oh, here he goes. This is going to trigger me. Let's, Let's quiz Tim. <laughs> Ugh. We're just going to quiz Tim today. Why do we have to put the... It just doesn't make any grammatical sense. Anyway, go ahead. The Titan submersible. Oh, boy. Had how many inches of thickness in its carbon fiber Oh, hole? I know this. Five inches when it was supposed to be seven. How many trips had the Titan done prior to being the crockpot of Ooh, death? Jesus Christ, what a word. Um, I want to say like in the 20s. Am I right? Like 27? 24. 24. Okay. Well, I was, it was close. I'm not, I'm not upset about that answer. Will we give him the bell number. for that? No, because I went over. No, we'll give you the bell for it. Okay, there you go. Which company was responsible for the Titan jiffy popping all the way down to the ocean floor? <sighs> Triton submarines. No. Ocean Gate Expeditions. That's the one. Do you want to hear what the other ones were? Yeah. Pelagic Research Services. Pelagic. Or Trump Enterprises. Trump Enterprises. There you go. You're happy about that last one. How many liberal judges are on the illegitimate Supreme Court? Four. Mm. Three. 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 That's right. Because ugh, the world is ending. Democracy is ending. Sorry. Who did the web designer, Laurie Smith, deny services to which ascended to the Supreme Court? Some imaginary guy named Mike. I want to be like Mike. And Stuart. And Stuart. Stu. What happened Stuart, to Stu? Who is Stuart? Who is married to a female for the past Stuart 15 or Mike? years. It was all based on a lie. Stuart was the one they contacted. How many felonies is Donald Trump currently being charged with? I want to say somewhere in the 30s, like 37. There's New York. Oh, there's more. And there's Florida. Oh, it's got to be in like the 40s then. 34 in New York. Okay. And 37 in Florida. Oh, wow. So so a lot. 71 total. It's a lot. It's a lot total. Tim. Rick. Since you are a teacher. Okay. How many teachers are in the state of Oregon? Ooh. I should know this, but I don't. I'm going to say there's got to be. Is it? Let me think here. Like 50,000, I don't know, 150,000? 150,000? I don't know. I don't know. It's a bad guess. 34,000. I was going to say 50,000, then I was like, maybe it's it's huge. But no, you're right. We have a teacher shortage. What is the ADF? The American Freedom... ADF. Oh, I got it wrong. The American... Americans defending freedom group of some type. It's some crazy right wing federalist society stuff. 
I can't give it to you. It's the Alliance Defense. Yeah, no, the, I, the Alliance I, Defending Freedom. They're doing group. what? They're doing the same thing. They're Americans. Uh, it's a conservative Christian legal advocacy group that works to expand Christian practices within public schools. That- For those of you who don't know what a legal advocacy group is, that is uh, a group that um, has a bunch of lawyers. And they make sure that uh, they look for a way to they finagle. Can, they can finagle things in there. So yeah. I can imagine they had something to do with the most recent ruling and yes. fast tracking. Yes. And for those of you who don't know what fast tracking is, fast tracking is when uh, a case goes from the lower courts in the state. That's like where you start uh, all the way through the states. Um, like appeals courts and um, Supreme Court and up to the United States federal Supreme Court out of state and into the federal government. They fast track it. They just go really quickly through that faster than most cases because it's deemed important for every American. In this case, it was. Let's break it down so that everybody can understand. It's the first time you ever said break it down like in context. (gasps) We're playing Super Mario Mm -hmm. and we figured out a way to get to the warp area to bypass all the other levels and go to level Sure. Yeah, basically that. Yeah, for real. Uh No, you're right. That's exactly Mm -hmm. what it is. So there could be no due process, no true investigating whether or not the the, case is manufactured. That's the problem. That's the the problem. Because again, you know, where's the accountability there? And and it sets legal precedent for them to do it again. And the ADF wants to outlaw abortion and curtail the rights of people like me, yours truly. All in the name of Jesus. I wonder what Jesus would do if he came down here and saw all this hate. Oh, he'd be more the human being that he was. Like, I, I would bet my life on it. Would control the people who are trying to gain over scared. each other using and his name. It's the like AR-15s would scare him. I think that. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm sure they would because I'm sure somebody out there would be like, "Hey, you're not Jesus. At least not my AK or whatever says so." It's just crazy. What percentage of teachers in the United States have master's degrees or higher? I don't know. In the United States? Yeah. In the whole United States? Yeah. Probably, I'm going to say like 15, 20. 15 or 20% percent. Percent. of all the teachers will have master's or higher? Maybe, yeah. 52% oh, of the nation's 3.3 million say 50%, public school but teachers I underestimated us. I feel bad now. master's degree hmm. or higher. Well, I said because I was thinking of the South, and I guess yeah, it makes sense. But there we go. Is that it? That's it. That wasn't many, but there we go. Do you have a trigger for me? Uh, I think we've triggered everybody here. Oh yeah. Um, and I, I don't know if we've used this one before, but uh, here's my trigger for you. Uh oh. Businesses should have the right to vote. Businesses aren't people. Money is speech. Money is speech. Money is speech. What if we gave businesses the right to vote? Then people would be voting twice. No, because a, a business, business is an entity in and of itself. But if it has money, it can speak. Ergo, it should be afforded the same rights as any other American that can speak. I just saw something that I we've run out of so many triggers. I was reaching for that one, and I saw. But that's interesting because it's making is, me think. Because no, an, an entity isn't a physical life form that has to be born or become a citizen in this country and be able to vote at a certain age. So the law, the laws that apply to human beings being able to vote, would have to apply to this entity, in which it's a false entity because it's not. Uh, biological. It's not okay. Alive. Delaware, uh, and this is according to CNN. And well, I could do that or the Associated Press News or Bloomberg um, or Truth Out. Pick one. Just pick CNN. Okay, we'll go to CNN, our trusted source. Sometimes. Um, a Delaware city wants to let businesses vote in elections. It just cleared a key hurdle, but it faced pushback. 
So, uh, for local elections in the United States, voting eligibility rules differ from places to places, but usually the baseline requirement is that voters be human, uh, who are alive and voting on their own behalf. Some municipalities in Delaware, however, have broadened the definition of a voter to include artificial entities such as business LLCs, partnerships, and trust. Delaware is famously one of the world's most welcoming places for companies of all kinds and sizes. As a matter of fact, there's more businesses than people i'm going to summarize all that yeah well if this were to go up to the supreme court with this current travesty of uh, the judicial court. system it's gonna pass so well so what is so what are they saying basically there is that um those companies if they exist within a municipality a, a local one uh can vote mm. in those local elections okay well then when it comes around for the big elections, did they get a vote in the big elections too? Jesus. Okay, so this is very scary, Rick. Here we go. <laughs> Thoughts on that? What happens if they send that up to the Supreme Court? Then what happens? It's going to be an even bigger mess. How are you? And f- how many people <laughs> in the entity can vote? Well, I think the I don't know. That's the other thing. How do you determine how what what that vote looks like? What is it? I mean, of course, it, it, it's hitting hurdles, but and it hasn't made it to a point where we really need to know what it's about because chances are it'll die. But what if it doesn't? What if it becomes this next role play that the Supreme Court likes to do? At this point, they're doing the role Court, play with our rights. At this point, I don't trust the Supreme Court in making any decision. That's you beneficial. and about 65%, maybe it's even more now, yeah. uh, percent of the United States don't trust the Supreme Court yeah. because look at it. Look what it's doing. It's just basically rolling back all these precedents through people's games and ideas of and, what might happen. And rights that were hard Scenarios that they might encounter. Yeah, for We'll make rights. a book out of that and we'll play so we'll roll some dice. Can I talk? Yes, go ahead. Hard fought. And hard won rights yes. that are being taken away. Of course. Starting with women. Mm-hmm. Now it's going to be now it's gays. So, Tim, what's next with the Supreme Court in their next annual term? I'm not entirely sure. Well, for starters, they're going to weigh whether a federal ban on gun possession for people under domestic violence restraining orders is constitutional. Right. So basically, we were saying, hey, look, you um, you can't control your anger. And instead of, you know, smacking whoever it is you're smacking around with your fists, uh, we're going to let you keep your gun so you can pistol whip them and maybe shoot them in the face. I mean, let's be real. That's where that's going. <laughs> that's where that's going. And it sucks because here's the thing. Because people are going to get upset about me saying that. But at the end of the day, I'm not like far off from reality on that. Like right. we're allowing people who are volatile then to keep guns and it's, it's putting people at risk. Well, it's setting up a major second amendment case for the court's annual term. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, what, what it comes down to is the community. I mean, look at look what we did in Oregon. We passed some of the most restrictive gun laws in the nation and have any of them actually gone into effect? No, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, those who kick and scream and are the loudest and are willing to cause harm are the ones who win. Any guesses on where the direction of the SCOTUS is going to go with uh, uh, guns being allowed by domestic Oh, they're probably going to go in the direction of the abuser, of course. That has to be restrained. They already have to have a restraining order. So They already have to have a restraining order. If you have a restraining order... And, and are they still SCOTUS allowed to have is, a gun? And SCOTUS is saying, if you have a restraining order, yeah, you can still have a gun. They will. They'll oh, of course out. they yeah. will, because they're going to say those people want to go hunt deer and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And in reality, yeah. they want right to go hunt their gun. spouse. Yes. They, and then it is their right to own a gun. It is their right to have the ability to take the life of somebody they are angry with. And then after they have the right to do that, they can suffer the consequences, whatever those may be that our society decides on a little ready for murder. So, Maybe. So, but at the end of the day, up until that point that they choose to kill somebody, they should have the right to choose to kill somebody. So if you are uh, in trouble with the law yeah. regarding domestic abuse and there's a restraining order, you have to turn in your guns. Yeah. 
Is that kind of current right now in some states? Pretty sure it is. Because we know somebody down the road who went through an interesting breakup. Sure. And that's revealing way too much. Then say a name. Sure. And the 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 quote unquote alleged bad guy had to turn in his guns. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's Oregon law. Oregon law. Uh, but the, the and that's the scary thing because then what they they can say then is uh, it's up to the states and entire. I don't know what they, they might doing. kick it down to the states. Well, like that's the thing. I'm, I'm going to say they're going to kick it down to the states, and there'll be plenty might. of states that probably have like already enacted like, trigger laws allowing these things to happen. It's going to be it's going to be yeah. interesting. We'll hear about the consequences. It'll happen, and we'll hear about the consequences. Yep. And it'll be exactly what we said it was. The end. And just to warm your little liberal hearts, our favorite uncle, Clarence Thomas, uh-huh. has urged for the overturning of Oberfell and Hodges, the 2015 case that, that established the constitutional right to same-sex marriage. And he's also mentioning he wants to look at contraception and you my friend are a walking contraception i guess so yeah you can share that i mean well and, and that's I'm the not thing outing like, what, your, what are they but, looking at in terms of contraception are they cutting all contraception what is that what is this what is this what is this contraception idea i think most of it too is is aimed it's I, control yeah, well, at women well and i was so gonna say gonna be, this is they're not gonna come after me for my vasectomy they're gonna yeah. come after women for their their uh, birth control pills first They'll come after the birth control pills. Yes. And then they'll come after other things like IUDs and yeah. and things that could what about cause condoms. Uh that, that's a good question. They might come and after And then condoms. what's a step past condoms? It's gonna be vasectomies. Uh yeah, but but they're not the I, I doubt that they'll go for that because then that's targeting men directly. And I don't think that the the, and that the, would, the right would do that. And they may unless have, unless it's gay men. <laughs> And if there was, let's just say it's not or trans. Men. It's not hard to envision a hypothetical future with what this court can do. So they could very well just say across well, the they board. They already did. They right. wrote a book but about they could, it. They made a TV show about could, it. It's called um, uh, Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. So they could very easily make it so that you have to reverse your vasectomy. And they could. I guess they could. Could you imagine? That's like branding. That's. I don't think they would make me reverse my vasectomy. I think that they would. Um, I, I would be like chastised or like. Whatever happened to less government? God. I feel like the idea of less government is less government uh, overreach in terms of like telling you what you can and cannot do. Government should be there as a safety net to help you in case you get into a predicament, not to dictate what you. And like who you can love. Can and can love and who you right. can and can do business with and who you can and can bash and right. such along those lines. And that's uh, the scary part. You can follow us on Twitter at the moment. We're at the end of this. I'm at the end of Twitter. Yeah. And now it's all about threads. I have. I mean, I'm trading one for the other. I don't know where I am. You're not on threads yet. I'm not on threads. What what is up with Zuckerberg and these awful names? Facebook. You told me earlier today we were out uh, outside. Tim told me the history of the name you of are Facebook. Just in my picture with this hand, I'm in. in just like oh. Zuckerberg, I'm just taking over all your socials. Right. So we got Instagram, which he bought, and now he's created Meta, which is the umbrella company, and then now we have Threads, which is a Twitter copy. That's true. It's and then we're gonna have Blue Sky. All these billionaires, right? just All these. Who, which billionaire do I want regulating what I can say? Yeah, as long as they don't control the news narrative, like Elon Musk has done with Twitter. They do control the news narrative. Don't tell me that. Okay. As Tim is decompressing with everything that we unpacked with regards to our new ADF. Uh, Supreme Court. The next episode is going to be our wrap up where we go through the topics that we've talked about and whether or not they're still relevant or if we need to um, embellish some comments. Because we talked about a lot of stuff in one year. Now that Pride Month is over and the capitalists are going back to doing what they're doing, and some of us may not have the support that 
we felt we had during the month. And especially after getting hit with, you know, being told we can be discriminated against by the Supreme Court, what are you all doing to try to get yourself back to balance, back to center? If you've been too plugged in, it's kind of hard not to be plugged in with the way that social media is. So I get it, you know, wanting to be informed and everything. But, you know, I want you to remember to take care of yourselves, figure out what you can do to bring yourself back to center, knowing that you are loved, that you are normal, that you are valued, cared for and appreciated, that your existence is not a burden to anybody and that creator does not hate you. What are you doing? If you need some help with that, you know I'm here as your coach. Check in. Thank you for listening. We here at Break It Down with Rick and Tim realize that some of these topics are very hard and difficult to talk about and to listen to. It's also important to realize that by turning the blind eye and not discussing these things, we're turning away from the light. And the only thing that can defeat the darkness is light. Be light. Give and receive love. And on that note, you can check us out on YouTube and our website, breakitdownwithrickandtim.com. See you next time.